Hello and welcome to the Pink She-Wolf podcast where we help you create a better business and personal life with your significant other. I'm your host Laura Watkins. Welcome to the show. Hello Wolfpack, it's Laura here. I have got a bit of a special episode for you today. I have done a collaboration with Hannah Morth from Limitless Millennials and we thought it'd be really interesting to both um, record kind of an episode just chatting with each other about our highs and lows and what we've done to overcome them and why we became entrepreneurs and all of that kind of fun stuff um, to send out to both of our audiences because we thought it'd be really interesting for you to hear someone else's perspective of being um, an entrepreneur and you know what they do and how they get on with it. Um, Please let me know if you enjoy this kind of style episode because I would love to do some more if you do or if you'd like to be featured either like this or being interviewed then please feel free to pop me an email. Email address is info at pinkshewolf.co.uk. So here it is, enjoy. My absolute lowest point um, with me and running my business is was um it was early december sometime so it was freezing cold in the uk and our heating had broken half of the light bulbs in my house weren't working and we couldn't afford to replace them and i literally had half a loaf of bread to eat that was all that there was and i had like no idea of where the next lot of money was going to come from and how we was going to afford to pay for anything or for like Christmas was then coming up because it was December and it was just awful. I have never felt so low in my entire life and just so helpless. Like usually I'm a pretty optimistic person and I'm like, you know, that's fine. Right. That's going to sort itself out. And okay, that, that problem's now been resolved. Absolutely fine. But at this point I just, I couldn't see a way out and I felt like I was at the bottom of a really like deep well and you know I was trying to like frantically climb up the sides but kept like sliding back down even Mm. further than I'd got before yeah and I don't ever ever want anyone to end up feeling like that because it was horrible and then I felt like disgusted with myself as well that I was working so hard on trying to make like business work and failing because I wasn't getting any money in um things have got a lot lot better (laughs) (laughs) well that's really great to hear um yeah I've got a lot better since but I think that drives me now to move forward and when I'm you know having one of those bad days that I think oh why am I doing all of this and why am I working so hard and only having like three hours sleep and working for 18 hours or whatever it is whatever day I'm having I think back to that and I think no nothing is as bad as I felt then Mm. so I am quite glad that it happened because it's given me this kind of springboard to launch myself into uh, bigger and better things hopefully Um, absolutely yeah and things have got like I said a lot better since then so I sat down um with my dad because my my dad's a bit of a rock to me he's run his own businesses all of his life Mm -hmm. and um I sat down with him for at least half a day 
and literally just mapped out this entire plan of where I could cut back um, on expenses and where I could bring in more money and every little aspect of making this situation better and making myself get out of it. Um, and that was really helpful. So that would be my first piece of advice to someone who's kind of feeling they're in the same situation um, or a really similar situation that, you know, work out exactly where you are at the moment. If it is money related, like mine was like exactly what you owe to who um, and some sort of plan in place of cutting out expenses that you don't, definitely don't need yeah. and finding ways that you can make more money and then allocating that into the right pots so that you pay off that debt and boost yourself up so that you're feeling good that you don't have that debt and then you've you know, you get a little bit of a contingency contingency fund even um, mm -hmm. so that you have a kind of little bit of a buffer in case something does go wrong. And you just feel so much better about things. Even just having that plan in place, mm -hmm. I felt a million times better. I think what's really important with that is that you're really honest with yourself about the money that you do owe. Because uh, I find a lot of people um, who owe money, but they just because it's kind of painful for you to, yeah. to be owing money. Um, people try to pretend that it doesn't exist or, you know, like in their mind, like they know it exists, but they, they don't yeah. know the, the total amount. Yeah. Um, but just being really honest with yourself and be like, you know what, on this credit card, I have this much on this credit card. I have this much. I owe this person this much and just really being real and writing it all down. Yeah. Um, and then after that, coming up with the plan is just, really what you have to do um or you will probably find yourself in a really bad place yes so i love that yeah. piece of advice <laughs> yeah i mean one thing we found writing it all down um we're quite lucky that we previous to starting businesses and things we had paid off a lot of our mortgage so we don't have much of a mortgage left oh so wonderful we worked it out my dad was like you're not in that bad of a position yes you've got like credit card debt but you know, if you had to like remortgage the house, you could pay all of that off and then still have a, a regular sized mortgage. It wouldn't, it wouldn't put you massively behind like where everyone else is. Um, but saying that, I don't think you should compare yourself to other people either. I think you'd be surprised the amount of people, like you say, who aren't honest with themselves about what money they owe. Mm -hmm. And so therefore hide it from everyone else. You know that saying, um, don't, uh, don't go broke trying to make yourself look rich. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people do that. And yeah, behind closed doors, they're probably like frantically trying to <laughs> scrape together some money to pay for stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure they are. So true. Um, I think like getting started as a coach as well, you see like all these people that are like, oh, I had a six figure month and this month's been amazing. Um, you know, I've got 20 new clients and stuff, but you don't need to compare yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's brilliant for them. I'm not belittling that in any way, shape or form, but that might not be ideal for you and mm -hmm. your situation. So true. And I also think that it's important to note um, when you do see those posts on Facebook and maybe you're just getting started in whatever sort of business you have, the people who are saying, you know, I, you know, I made 
$10,000 this month. You also don't know how much money they spent in, in ads or Very true. You know, the, full, the full story behind it. So it's really important not to compare yourself, especially just because you don't know the full story. And everybody's different. We're, we're, we are all yeah. on our own paths and we can only do the best that we can. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But that was my absolute key for getting out of that situation was working out exactly what we owed and putting these plans in place so that I could move forward. And then we're in a much, much better situation than we were then. And that was only two years ago, just coming up to two years. Um, so it's not that um that much time ago but things have completely changed and also just changing my mindset from going to being from going from being this really kind of um depressed oh no everything's going wrong I can't get out of this to flipping that switch to being like right now I've got this plan this is how I'm paying all of this off this is how I'm making my business better um, my husband just come home from um, our shop that we run together and he went, you know what, this year to date, so it's the 30th of October when we're recording this, this year to date, we have already made more money than we made last year and we've still got two months to go. Oh, wow. So, yeah, awesome. Um, and that just makes you feel so much better as well. Oh, absolutely. And that's so inspirational too. So, you know, anybody else who is just getting started in their business and maybe struggling, they know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, that the storm doesn't last forever. Um, and they can definitely get out of any financial situation that they're in. Definitely. Oh, I love it. You must have such a powerful why now. Like you can look back and just know that you like part of your why could even just be that you never want to be in that place again. Definitely. Um, yep. That is, and that just keeps you going. Yeah. That is part of it. And it's funny how things kind of, build up because I was on a retreat with my um, coaching group that I'm a part of as a member about three months before that and I burst into tears at one point because I was like I don't know why I'm doing this anymore I've forgotten what my why is I can't figure it out and it kind of snowballed I think and then that was the absolute turning moment and like you say I don't ever want to feel like that again so that is one reason why I do what I do and now I absolutely again love what I'm doing and it's fantastic but I never ever want to go back to feeling like that wow what an incredible story you have I absolutely love hearing about that and I love hearing about how you've been able to overcome it and um, the advice you gave was really profound yeah thanks well I like being honest yeah (laughs) you know I myself have seen all these people like we said like all these coaches and businesses and things that seem to be doing really well um and i would rather be really open and honest and go yes okay this part of my business is working fantastically but i really need to learn about this because this is not working well Mm -hmm. yeah i love seeing people who are transparent in their businesses um it just it makes me feel really great about the coaching industry and just um, them as a person. I just, it makes me like them so much more. Yes. Yeah. And that's always handy. Um, so one of the things I found, especially when I started coaching other people, and this was when I was still kind of working my way out of that situation, I felt originally like I was, like I was being really fraudulent 
because you know I still had some of this debt and was still trying to pay that off and I really felt like an imposter with trying to start this coaching business up yeah absolutely I totally get that and that's exactly the main struggle that I had when I was starting my coaching business was imposter syndrome and so you know when you when you look at yourself you just see you see it from your own eyes right and we never tend to see really great things about ourselves uh, or, you know, we are our worst critics, our own worst critics. Um, and so, you know, I was just somebody who was from like a small town in Wisconsin, um, not a really big place. Um, I don't even know if you know where Wisconsin is. <laughs> Roughly. <laughs> Roughly. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's the state that is above Chicago. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I knew it was in the middle bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're in the Midwest. Exactly. But like nobody really knows where Wisconsin is. Um, and, you know, I just pretty much did everything I was, I was supposed to do in life. I, you know, I got really good grades in high school. I got into a prestigious university, um, got a degree in French and international relations because I didn't know what else to major in. I just followed my passions, which were learning the French language, but I really didn't have a, a path laid out ahead of me. I just assumed it was going to work out. So in my eyes, all I saw was somebody who just followed the status quo and didn't really see great things about myself. I didn't see all the successes I had. And so when I thought about starting my business, what I really struggled with was who am I to be starting my own business and who am I to be coaching other people? You know, I don't have major life experiences. When I started my coaching business, I was only 23 years old. Um, and I had traveled a little bit, so I had like a little bit of worldly experience, uh, but I really didn't have what I, I didn't think that I had what it took to be an entrepreneur or to be a coach. And so I just really questioned myself and that really held me back from showing up in my business and, and from seeing the success I had. So, um, when I first started my business, I started a Facebook group, but I really didn't show up in it often because I was scared that people would see me as a fraud because I didn't have the experience that I thought I needed, or I didn't have all the information or the knowledge that I thought I needed to be a good coach. Um, so what I ended up doing was realizing that there are so many other people out there who have started businesses. And so I just use others to inspire me. Um, you know, people who are even younger than me who has started businesses. I learned about somebody who was 16 years old and started his own. I don't even know what he does. Uh, I think he's a, he's a public speaker and wow. talks about his life and now makes, I, I believe he just like made his first like million dollar year. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this kid is 16 years old. What excuse have I got? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And I was like, I have to have a little bit more experience than him and more knowledge. I mean, I have a college <laughs> degree, right? <laughs> um, and so I really started looking at the people around me to, to get inspiration from them and to, to let, to make me look at myself in a different way, in a different light. Yep. And so what I started doing was realizing that I had a lot of 
experiences that are super useful for coaching. Um, I had a lot of knowledge that I built up from jobs, from being in a network marketing business, from being a virtual assistant, from internships, from just life in general that I knew would help in my coaching business. Um, and so the first thing I did was start a success journal where I started writing down absolutely every single success I've ever had in my life. So starting at like kindergarten up to today uh, and just writing down absolutely everything. So, you know, I, I won the spelling bee in the second grade. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It means absolutely nothing to me now. Like that's not something I'd say I'm proud of, uh, but it's a success. And it was something that I was really proud, proud of when I was in the second grade. Um, and so I just started writing down all those things. And before I knew it, I had like 10 pages just full of successes I had. And that really made me realize that I do have a lot to offer. Yeah. So I think it's so important to keep um, like, like a success journal. That's a really nice kind of thing to do. It's so important to be able to look back at all the things you have achieved. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes you get so focused on what you want to achieve you forget how far you've actually come. Yeah, you really do. And if you keep adding to it and then referring back to it, it'll just help keep you in that mindset. And mm. so you don't wonder who am I and you think, who am I not to, right? Because I do have all these successes. I do have all this knowledge and experience and wisdom that I can impart with the world. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love that. Yeah. So um, apart from the success journal, another piece of advice that I would give to somebody uh, is to use affirmations. And those were actually really fundamental in changing my mindset, which is really was like, is the whole problem with imposter syndrome, right? It's, it's a need of, it's the need to change your perspective from thinking that you're a fraud to realizing that you can do anything that you want to. Yes. And so I started finding affirmations. I just Googled like affirmations for entrepreneurs, <laughs> <laughs> found some that I loved, wrote them on post-it notes and put them all over my house. Uh, yeah. And so every day I would read them because at the time I was, I was working from home. And mm -hmm. so I would just read them and keep repeating it. I even recorded my voice, like on a voice note on my phone, um, saying the affirmations and then I would listen to them just whenever I had some downtime, uh, just to really reaffirm that I could do, I could be an entrepreneur. I could be a coach. They say there's something really good about listening to yourself, say them as well, mm -hmm. like in your own voice, rather than listening to someone else, it kind of reaffirms it in your brain or something. I don't quite yeah. know the science behind it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't either, but if you think about it, it kind of makes sense because you know that that's your voice yeah. and while you might not actively think this is my voice saying this to me mm -hmm. uh i feel like your brain connects the dots and it, it it notices that that's your voice saying that and so it's like oh that must be true yeah uh, i also love affirmations and i it's funny because i used to think that they were really hokey um, <laughs> I thought it was just for like yeah i just i, I always thought they were silly i just thought i thought ridiculous people said them <laughs> which is just kind of funny looking at me now because I use them all the time and I I talk to everybody about them but I like to say that for anybody who believes that they're hokey that if we can believe such negative things about ourselves so easily 
why would it be so difficult for us to be able to believe good things if we keep repeating them to ourselves and take out the negative things? Yes. I think when you become aware of how much you put yourself down during the day, it's suddenly, it's quite scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed it with myself when I started doing the same kind of thing and just trying to not think anything negative. I notice it if I leave something at home, I go, oh, you're so stupid. You left that at home. And I've started re- recorrecting myself. So I'll go, I'm not stupid. I've just made a mistake. Mm-hmm rather than, you know, really putting myself down. I'm like, why? Why am I putting myself down? I just left something at home. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's just exactly what it takes is noting when you are saying those negative things about yourself and stopping and saying, hey, nope, actually that's wrong. That's not true. This is this is what it really is. And it was ultimately just a mistake. And we've all made a million of those. We've all forgotten things at our house a million times. Like you're not alone in that. And so I think it's just really important to remember that you're not the only one. You are not stupid. It was just a mistake. Move on. And my brain's getting better now. Usually I get in the car and I'm about to switch the engine on and then I go, oh, I've left that inside rather Mm -hmm. than getting to wherever I needed to be. If I can train my brain to remind me before I walk out the front door, that would be really helpful. <laughs> so that's what I'm working Something on you next. can work on, yep. <laughs> I love that. Um, but my final piece of advice would be to find a support system. And that could really just be anybody. That could be your mom. It could be a biz bestie. It could be a mentor. It could be a coach. It could literally be just anybody who is supportive of you and who could be your cheerleader so that when you are feeling like imposter syndrome is, is creeping up on you, um, you can refer to those people and have them remind you of how amazing you are. Um, and I'm sure that there is somebody in everybody's life that can be that person for them. Yeah. Um, but it's just so nice to, to have other people reaffirm. And I, I think a lot of people in general are are people pleasers and we really uh we really like other people's hearing other people's opinions of us Uh, and so when you have somebody who's willing to to tell you good things about yourself it's going to mean a lot to you and you're going to remember it so yeah finding that that person for you is important i'll tell you what's really interesting to do i don't know if you've ever done this i read it in a book um was ask like 10 of the closest people to you to literally write like one or two sentences about what they think of you or what they admire in you Mm -hmm. and I got my friends to do this a year or so ago and I've kept them all on a google doc and so I go back and look at them when you know I am feeling a bit oh what's going on today Mm -hmm. Um, and it was funny that they all kind of came out saying the same thing like they're all like I really admire your determination and your passion for what you do so it was nice to know that people see me kind of the same Mm -hmm. that's amazing and that's doing that if you haven't (laughs) yeah no that's actually something I did when I started my business when I was trying to to create my mission statement Mm -hmm. and so I was trying to find like two really big strengths I had uh and so I reached out to a bunch of friends and had them write a sentence or two about like what they, what they thought of me, like positive things. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want the negatives. <laughs> no, um, don't need them. <laughs> um, 
And it was really helpful in figuring out what my, what my two main strengths were, because like you, like similar, similarly to you, um, they all said very similar things. And it's just really nice to know that, that people think good things of you and that they see you in a certain light. Um, and that, you know, if there is anything negative that they do say, like if there's something that you can work on, then at least that's something you can work on. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Any negative, I think you need to spin it back around to be a positive or at least, okay, well, I'm not good at that right now, but let me make that a priority this week to figure out, you know, how to do that better or to work out this piece of software, how it works. That's what I'm going to do this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually, I I have another friend, another entrepreneur friend who did that exercise. And I think she actually reached out to people to see like just a really honest review of herself so they could add negative things. She didn't like blatantly say like only positive things, please. (laughs) Um, And a lot of them said you come off as really cold to people sometimes. Mm. And so she kind of was a little taken aback at first because she didn't see herself in that light, but Mm. was like, okay, well, you know, if, if I'm coming off to my friends as that, then I must be coming off to that. I'm coming off as that to strangers. So that's something that I really want to work on because I don't want to seem like a cold person. I want to seem like a warm, happy person. And so she's been able to, to take steps and really try to change that so that she doesn't come off as cold and, um, has, you know, a lot more success meeting people and befriending people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good little exercise to do, I think. Yeah, I agree. I love that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pink She Wolf podcast. All information and resources from this episode can be found in the show notes below. Remember, sharing is caring. So if you have enjoyed this show, please share with your friends. Thank you.